welcome back to another episode of JC's Creek where we do episode by episode, season by season, scene by scene of Pacey and Joey. I'm just going to. So if you would like to contact me in any type of way in this episode and you're like, wow Emily, that is a wonderful point. Then make sure to follow me on Instagram, that's Blitter and Potter. TikTok, that's Pacey and Joey. And lastly, make sure to comment on the YouTube channel, subscribe, do all the things. And that's JC's Creek Podcast. So, without further ado, let's get into this. So, we are on episode 14 of season 3, the Valentine's Day Massacre. And I believe, could be wrong, this came out on February 2nd, 2000. The reason why I say I could be wrong is because half the time I am wrong. I think it actually came, yeah, half the time I really am wrong because this came on Wikipedia and we know how reliable Wikipedia is. And yeah, so let's get into this. So first we have scene one of Pacey and Joey. And this is one of my, I keep saying this, throughout every single episode of season three, you will hear me say, and I warned you guys in the beginning of this, this is one of my favorite episodes, but this is seriously one of the cutest episodes with them, and it just keeps getting cuter, so just keep that in mind. So we have scene one of Pacey and Joey, and this is the first scene that we have, and they're inside Bodie's pickup truck, and Joey's in the driver, and Dawson's in the passenger, and secretly Pacey's in the bed of the truck. And Joey is driving to learn how to drive on a stick shift from Dawson. I don't think we need to get into this scene other than that because we just know how this is going to go. <laughs> like Dawson trying to teach her how to do this. And this is kind of like learning it from my dad. Because if you have not learned how to drive a stick shift, my dad always says, If you were stuck on the side of the road, you need to learn how to drive a stick shift. And I'm like... Oh, okay, I don't even know how to drive, so this is going to go well. And so Dawson says, you just kind of need to ease into it, alright? It's just very gentle, kind of take it, action, alright. So you want to do it right about now. And she stalls the engine, and Dawson says, oh, okay. Remember when I said about things stepping on the clutch before you actually try and shift? Is that coming back to you? Um, you need to re re neutral. Put your foot on the clutch. That's it, okay? And Joey says, I don't want to learn how to drive anymore. It's too hard. Which, me too, but Dawson's like, you need to ease into it. You remember how I said that? Like, Dawson, no one's going to learn from that. And is that coming back to you? It's <laughs> so mean, though. And so... Pacey is in the back, and he goes, are we there yet? <laughs> I feel like it's like two parents and a kid in the back. He says, look, come on, kiddies. We barely, we are barely halfway down the driveway. What on earth has been take, have you guys been doing out there? And Dawson says, see, this is a shining example of why friends should not teach friends to drive stick. And Joey says, you're not exactly a woman, darn Dawson. And Dawson says, what is that supposed to mean? Takes everything offensively. Like, he's like, what is that supposed to mean? Like, you just called me something that hurts. Hurts my feelings, which me too. <laughs> Still. And Joey says, say anything. 
John claims teach low sky how to drive and Dawson says yeah and she says except if I remember correctly he was teaching he was quite the patient tutor Dawson and Dawson says why I remember is she actually listened to his tutorial which okay like she was listening she's just not comprehending on what you're saying like obviously you're not a good teacher if you're yelling at her and Pacey says okay kids let's try to make find the love up there up there shall we you know Dawson what do you say you and I invite Miss Josephine Potter to step out of the town with us unless of course you had prior Valentine's Day plans with the college boo, boo. <laughs> which I, I don't know why this makes me laugh like he's like he's not jealous but at the same time he is jealous and it's just pretty funny and Joey says no masculine midnight crisis and Pacey says, excuse me, what kind of moron would never show, shove his nose in a book then take his girl out on, for a Valentine's Day? And Joey says, Pacey, I, it's, I know it's hard to get contest, contrast for you to grasp, but some people actually dedicate their proceed of Akahema excellence. And Pacey says, okay, so then why don't you come with us? It'll be fun. And Joey says, it depends on Goofus and Galen to erupt you for the evening. Which, again, I love how Pacey's, like, not jealous, but jealous at the same time. Like, he's, like, not gonna scream at her that he's jealous, not gonna tell her that he's jealous. And I think that's just his personality. Like, he's not gonna come up and say, hey, like, I heard that you were on a date, and the fact Disney, I don't want you to have that date. Like, that's more of a Dawson thing than a Pacey thing. And Pacey's just, like, back here kind of aggressively, like, are you going to go out with your road tonight? And Dawson, or Pacey continues by saying, well, what happens with Matt Grimes is throwing a massive anti-Valentine's Day party. And Joe says, to a Matt Cronfield party after everything we heard about him. And Dawson says, why wouldn't we? And Joey says, huh. Well, that surprised me, Dawson. And Dawson says, why? And Joey says, Matt Confield? I mean, he's not exactly your troop. He's a creep. And his parties are infamous to complete and utter disbetention. And Pacey says, why are you coming down for a guy who wants to shed his skin and have some fun for a change? Okay, this has nothing to do with, like, what Pacey just said. Or it kind of does, but not really. So, yesterday I was listening to this podcast. And I was thinking about, like, I was just, like, looking and, like, doing my own thing. And then they, like, said a fun fact. They're like, did you know that you shed skin almost every second? Like, when you're vacuuming, you're basically shedding skin. And I, now I'm, like, in my room and I'm always going to vacuum. And I thought about that and I go, what's the point? <laughs> like, that's just, like, when you shed, said shed skin, that was what came to mind. Anyway, so Joey says, and why are you dragging him into seedy, devoted world? Register for a bottom feeder like yourself. And Pacey says, okay, guys, this is tug of war. My morality is entirely in all we're getting to. We're going to be late for school. And Joey says, as far as my idea of watching you two fool yourself appealing to me, I'm going to have to pass on the whole party thing and make a block, uh, blockbuster night. 
You too, Joey. And Pacey says, you know, that sounds like a good idea, Joe. Who's gonna, who are you gonna get to drive ya? Pacey. Burn. And Joey just looks at him like, oh wait, I can't drive. I'm like, maybe I'll get both of driving. Which is just funny to me. I love how Pacey's like, good point, but who are you gonna drive you? So anyway, the next scene that we have is scene one of Pacey. So, Pacey and Dawson are on the sidewalk and they're walking and talking and Dawson says, can you imagine the life that guy is leading? And Pacey says, Oral Legend has to sleep with six cheerleaders in one weekend. I'm telling you, man, we're going to go to that party. And Dawson says, I don't know, man, maybe Joey's right. And I've never heard Dawson saying man until like this point. Like, <laughs> I just thought about that. And Pacey says, aw, what is it? Is it the doubt that I'm hearing, young Skywalker? And Dawson says, I'm not exactly cut out for a career in this. And Pacey says, Dawson, pick up the phone already. This is your call to action, okay? Your hero journey begins now, my friend. And Dawson says, Pacey Witter, the man, poor, the poor man's Yoda. <laughs> that was so funny. And Pacey says, you know, I exactly, I'm exactly always seeing myself more of a high, so, hand solo type. Roger's good luck. Devil may carry attitude. And Jack, being Jack, runs up to them. And Pacey says, hey, here comes my Chewbacca. <laughs> I'm like laughing about this. Because that's just so funny to me. Like, they're talking about Star Wars, and then Jack comes running up to him. He's like, hey, here's my Chewbacca. When I was little, I used to think that Chewbacca was Chuck. Is that weird? Anyway, so Jack says, what? And Pacey says, it's not important. Any anyway, have what? Any luck? And Jack says, yeah, I talked to some guys on the team. It turns out the glow club is completely confidential. I guess Conville and some of his buddies were afraid if, you know, the cops get in the wing that they will be busted it up. But I did get the password, and Pacey says, what is it? And he looks on the side, giving his profile, and Jack says, I know Conville. What? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so then we have the next scene, which is scene two of Pacey. And Doug's police car is pulling up and Doug is pulling out some reports and Pacey comes walking up to him. Pacey goes, hey Dougie, and the radio plays a love song and Doug says, to what do I owe this devil's honor? And Pacey says, just want to hang out with my brother. I always have to have an inner own motive. And what is the something rate of going in there? And Doug laughs and says, oh, listen to that, boys, Pacey. Is it the no a cause for joy? I mean, that is the voice of Diva. And Pacey says, Dougie, if you continue in this manner, you're going to force to unleash a gay serial humor that will leave you breathless and quivering, okay? So every time, like, I'm just going to wipe this out because I'm not like that type of person that would point it, like, every single time that, Pacey's gonna make a gay joke to Doug because then we were pointing it out probably a million times. But every time I got Dawson's critique, they always make like a point like 
when are they when is pacey ever gonna stop doing this but honestly it's just a sibling thing like let's be real anyway so doug says always a pleasure pacey but i got someone to be pacey says well look maybe you could ride me along with you tonight and doug says why would i do that and pacey says because doug you're my big brother i look up to you I don't know why this was so funny to me because Doug has been such a pain since season one and when Pacey wants something he's like I look up to you and he continues on by saying and call me crazy but I think I want a fun fantastic to spend the night with this super cop duckless Twitter. and Doug says not tonight okay and Pacey says why not because he says because you would be bored tonight I would still prefer no trips task of stocking of a golf course and Pacey says golf course huh and Doug says yeah so concerned citizen called a heads up about some big party at a golf course so you know hey you uh haven't heard anything about a party have you um Pacey said at the golf course ah no 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 I did hear about this bridge you're out on Wick Beach Island but not what you're looking for Anyway, thank you, Doug, Douglas Witter. And that is the way that PSC Witter figured out <laughs> what the, where the party is, which is kind of funny. Like, I like how he figures out this is the way that, like, Doug is going to probably be that cop to go over Cape Side. And it just kind of proves how small Cape Side is in a way, but also it feels really big. So then, the next scene that we have is scene two of Pacey and Joey. So, they're at the scene out on the golf course that evening that he um, seriously found. There's probably only one golf course in the hut. That was probably this one. And it is the evening time and Pacey and Dawson are waiting and Pacey is acting like he's playing golf. And Pacey says, here we are, the 18th green office scene. If Pacey Water can sink this pup, he is the youngest master champions. You can see the tension ached all over his uh, face of his girlfriend, acting cynical, Miss Heather Graham, and, and Dawson laughs, and he is about to make the putt, and Andy, Jack, and Kate, aka Jack's old girlfriend, comes up, and Andy says, hey guys, and he acts like he's about to lose the control of the putt, and Pacey says, Puck, McPhee, you just made me drop my putter. <laughs> I'm always going to be cracking up about this scene. And Andy says, whoa, tragic. Dawson, Pacey, I want you to meet my friend Kate Douglas. And Dawson says, nice to meet you, Kate Douglas. And Kate says, any of the friends, Jackers, are instant friend, instant friends. And Pacey says, Jackers. I believe she just said jackers and I think this is probably where like we didn't really see Pacey call um Jack Jackers until like season five I think but this is always funny. And Jack says, Well Kate and I go way back and Kate clears the throat and says way back. Jack was my first boyfriend. And Dawson says, Oh way back and Pacey says, Oh yeah, I like to put out there and Kate says that I recently broken up with my gay boyfriend and I find myself highly charged in an emotional state, okay? Thanks for your time. And Pacey says, can we have a moment? Thank you. And he pulls Dawson aside and Dawson says, did you just hear what he said? 
Her Pacey says, did you just hear what he said? And Dawson says, I know. I feel bad for her. Ah, uh, Jack, that's not one, but two K boyfriends. <laughs> and Pacey says, okay, I wasn't so much talking about what she said, more like what she's, what she's saying. And Dawson says, and the subjects. And Pacey says that she needs to overcome the memory of her lost love. If only a brief time. She's looking to hook up, man. This is just turned to a teenage fairy tale. And you, my friend, are the big, bright, shiny star. I love how Pacey's just like automatically just encouraged Dawson to hook up. <laughs> this is one of the reasons why Dawson thinks that he's doing something with Joey all the time. So Dawson says, huh? And Pacey says, nah. And Joey comes up to the, join the group and she says, hey. And all says hi. And Pacey says, well, that's odd. I mean, it couldn't be possibly Miss Joey Josephine Buzzkill in front of me because I'm pretty sure she was boo tonight. And Joey says, well, I come to make sure if Dawson blues to the dark side. And Dawson says, Joey, I appreciate your concern, but I'm quite capable of taking my taking care of myself. And Joey says, someday he'll thank me, Dawson. And if Pacey insists on being the devil on your shoulder, then at least I will be the angel. And Pacey says, fine then, come with me, sweet little angel. Be my guest. You are not, and I repeat, not gonna ruin this night for us. And I love, like, the finger that it gives her. Like, he just, like, points the finger, like, did not, not gonna get ruined my night. Which is kind of funny when you think about it. So then, it goes back. To the point that Pacey was kind of being a jerk to her, but it was like, Joey's like, I'm gonna save you from this little angel. <laughs> and, like, I'm gonna be the angel on the shoulder. <laughs> Which, I think it just kind of describes Pacey and Joey. Like, one of them is always gonna be out there, like, looking out for each other. So then we have scene three of Pacey and Joey, and they're on the golf course, and there are three car like golf carts driving Pacey and Joey on the first one, Andy and Jack are in one, and Dawson and Kate are in the last one because Dawson's taking Pacey's advice apparently. So Joey says, well, that was a subject as an Oliver Stone film, and Pacey says, what's that? And Joey says, shoving Dawson on that girl. And Pacey says, what are you, jealous? And Joey says, no, I'm worried about him, Pacey. And Pacey says, why? And then Joey says, because he's lost. I mean, can't you see it? And Pacey says, I wholeheartedly contributed with you. Dawson is lost right now. That's why he needs an accurate, an accurate as much as life experience as possible. And Joey says, Pacey, why does life experience need to translate into wild parties and random hookups? And Pacey says, what, what would you do, the man, what would you have the man do? Join a book club, the month club? <laughs> so, I went on to say that Pacey is his number one thing, where he is sex, 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 sex. And that's how this episode is going. Like, he's going to be talking about sex the whole entire episode. I feel like it kind of switches every so often like he doesn't talk about it he's just insecure and looking for something to do but i think this goes back to his insecurities because he needs to like find something that goes with him but i also love how pacey isn't automatically going to that girl like hey wanna hook up because i feel like in another sense he knew like he couldn't do that so that's one of the reasons why i kind of like it 
And then we have the next scene, which is scene four of Paisley and Joey. And they're at the party and there's a large group of people, which I, I like how they know, like there's like a party going on that Doug Witter could probably be like investigating with. And they easily like don't concern themselves with it. <laughs> okay. And so there's rock music playing. And Kate says, rock on. And Joey says, you know, Scream 3 is playing on Thrill. We could still catch that. And Pacey says, easy, Potter. And Joey says, how do you think these guys are going to respond when they find out we're crashing their party without an invite? And Andy says, uh, good question. And one we probably should have considered before we got here. So, what do you, so who wants ice cream? I love how Andy and like Joey are both like going through the same thing like in their head because they both have anxiety and they're like um so what do we say we just leave here and Jack says question and one we probably should have considered before we got here so uh, Jack says we made it this far party people we might as well and confront Matt comes up and says this is my party and recall, recall inviting any, and I don't recall inviting any of you. And Basis says, well, you did it. <laughs> and, and Andy says, our mistake. So we should be going now. And Matt says, do you know the password? And Dawson says, I know Kung Fu. And Basis says, okay, the, and Jack says, well, okay. And Kate says, okay. And Matt says, not so fast, kids. You know about the entry fee, don't you? And Pacey says, oh, yeah, of course, it's about $5 to cover this, right? And Matt takes, like, grabs a tray of jello shots. And Matt says, if you like to join us, I need you to get each one of you down these bad boys. Come on. All the cool kids are doing it. Which is kind of like, my, I was always taught, like, if a cool kid is doing that, don't do it. And... Pacey, like, says thank you, and he gets one. He says, well, thank you, Mr. Cosby. And Jack, or Kate gets one. Jack gets one. And Matt goes, Betty, Betty, Veronica? Okay, Riverdale. <laughs> and Andy says, actually, I'm the designated driver. And Matt says, well, what about you, doll? And Joey says, it's, it's an attraction offer. Although, I'm sure if you're dying of the chance to hold back my hair when I evidently vomit up the nasty cat beer, I'm going to be taking a rain check. And Dawson takes one of the cups. Dawson being Dawson, which I don't think Dawson should ever drink because he's mean when he drinks. So he's kind of pacey at the same time, too. And Joey's just funny, so I say, rock on! And so... Joey says, you're actually considering participating in this nonsense? And Pacey says, why can't you just let the man make his own decision? And Joey says, Dawson, this isn't you. And Dawson, and Pacey says, you know, your concern for Dawson is starting to get borderline pathetic, Potter. And Dawson says, guys, we're not in the gates of hell and you're not arguing over my soul. And he takes the jello shot. And Joey's obviously mad about this, but Pacey's like, all right, hee hee. Which, I don't know why he kind of does that, but alright. And so, for me, I kind of think, like, the point where Dawson is kind of, what's the right word? 
also kind of like auto steward just to kind of make Joey upset but not really at the same time and Pacey it just like he just wants Joey to stop being obsessed over Dawson really and I feel like she hasn't done this like last episode she wasn't doing that like she was into AJ and I feel like every time she was into AJ she wasn't into Dawson like if that makes any sense but in the same sense like she still is with AJ so why is she like so concerned about what Dawson's doing you know so then we have scene one of Joey and we're in the golf cart and, and Joey and Andy are riding back and Joey says how does he do how does he do it and Andy says who Dawson and Joey says no Pacey he always managed to get us into these situations and Andy says it's his cocky charm and Joey says cocky yes but I think the village idiot, idiot rotates eco charm and Andy says well he means well and Joey says why is he so irritating and Andy says if you think about it I mean he has this big dopey dog and Joey says you're right it's like he runs through the house destroying everything in his path and he looks at you like what what did you expect? I'm just the dog. <laughs> I don't know why. It always made me laugh. Like, I love how she says that. And, <laughs> and I love how also she's talking to Andy about this. Like, she's obviously going through so much feelings. But I, there is another point. She may be concerned about Dawson. But I think she's more concerned about Dawson because she knows Pacey. And especially now when them two are, like, hanging out all the time. And so for this, it's kind of like, you know, like, she's more concerned about Dawson, but she's also more concerned about Pacey and what Pacey's going to do. And I just want to read this one more time. Like, when the dog thing, she, she says, you're right, it's like he's spreading through the house, destroying everything in his path. And he looks at you like, what did you expect? I'm just a dog. Like, that is, like, the best analogy with Pacey. <laughs> That is underrated line for Joey Potter. And Andy says, mm -hmm, he, you know what you sound like? And Joey says, who? And Andy says, me. Right before I started dating him. And there's sirens. And Doug says, you in the golf cart. Pull over. And, and Doug comes in with the light, flashing the light in their eye probably. And he goes, evening ladies. Which... Okay, so one thing I do like is Joey's face when Andy says that, like, you know who you sound like? Me. And Joey just looks kind of concerned and just like, well, um, yeah, I guess. And so with, like, Andy and Joey finally getting to talk about this, I feel like Andy should have known when later in the season, like, this is kind of what's going to happen, when Pacey and Joey end up together. Andy acts all surprised, but then they have this conversation. So why does she act so surprised about it? So then we have Doug, and then we continue with scene three of Pacey, who is at the party, laying down in the tree, doing beer pong, when the sirens come in the background. Again, why is Pacey at this party if he knows his brother is going to be there? Like, there's probably only one golf cor course. And Pacey says, whoa, guys, whoa, what did I do wrong? <laughs> it's kind of funny when he says that. 
and he sees some feet walking towards him and then notice Doug, Deputy Doug, and he says hello and Doug's just staring down at him. So now we have scene five of Daisy and Joey. So they're inside a jail cell and everyone is there and Kate is walking around while everyone else is sitting on the benches and Kate says, did you guys know did you guys have like a party like this every weekend? Because I say this is the most fun I really had in a long time. Also, um, Kate is later. Uh, I think this is really funny and I forgot to mention this. If you have watched Life, Life Unexpected, I've said this before, but Jack, aka Keir Smith, is in it. And he is one of the main characters. And the girl that's in this is actually um the like the wife and or the fiance and the show like or the wife i can't remember that's her sister amy and so i like how kate is the name for this but kate is actually the name for the wife in that show i know it's really complicated but i just have to point that out and so Kate, like Jack says, I'm really glad to hear you say that, Kate, because I think there's something you really need to know. And Andy says, whispering to Jack, you're not going to tell her in an enclosed space. Kate says, hey, I heard that. Tell me why in that enclosed space. Jack says, hey, look, I know this is the most optimistic time, all right, but I, uh, look. And Kate says, oh, I know this. You're not over me, are you, Jack? And Jack goes, no, 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 that's not it. I'm not such a dress getting over thing. But the thing is, I'm gay. And she goes, oh my god, we had, which, too much information. And he goes, yeah, we did. And we were good. And Jack says, thanks. But that doesn't actually mean bearing the situation. I'm gay. I'm gay. And Kate says to Dawson, are you gay too? And Dawson's like, me? No. She's like, are you sure? And she says, because is particular only gay guys will kiss me and Joey's like you kissed her and Jack says I he started to but left in a minute my stomach was in that moment and Joey says Dawson what were you thinking and Dawson says I wasn't haha for the fleeting moment I actually wasn't thinking and it felt good and Kate says to take advantage of a girl who was drunk vulnerable and clearly on the rebound I mean is it just me or Dawson is the jaw dropping out of character Dawson says, what character, Joey? Um, the little skit in your head that you have labeled me Dawson? Which I think this goes back to the episode, last episode, where Andy was like, you're like, like, I have, I'm sorry, I have this picture inside your head of what a good guy is, and you're that kind of person, and I feel like Andy understands that, but Joey doesn't, and so, Dawson's like, you've labeled me, and now I'm not the person you want me to be. And yeah, I'm out here making a fool, but you have to let me make some mistakes sometimes. And she kind of has this label on Dawson every single time where Dawson is this guy who does not make mistakes, which he makes plenty. And he doesn't do anything bad because that's Pacey, like, obviously. And I feel like I heard this before, labels create boxes, and she created a box with Dawson and Pacey. So for this moment, it's kind of like what it's supposed to be and how it's supposed to be. And so she thinks throughout this whole episode, like, oh, this is a Pacey thing. Obviously, Pacey dragged Dawson into doing this. But yeah, but like at the same time, like Dawson is trying to figure out who he is and holding him back 
really isn't going to get him anywhere when you really think about it. Like, holding him back is just going to treat him like a little kid. And no one really wants to feel like a little kid in this scene. Especially, like, Dawson. Because he probably feels like, oh, Joey, like, Joey's holding me back again. And so Pacey. And, like, if this voice goes, here we go again. Kitties for the 406. 76 times this hour, our number one billboard chart topper, the ballad of Dawson and Joey. Will these two kids ever get back together? Boy, I sure hope, Joe. So, and Joey says, look, Pacey, would you stay out of this? And Pacey says, of course, far be from me, lowly creature that I am, ever chin the sacrifices of the Dawson and Joey dynamic. I'm sorry that I just kind of feel the way to treat him so fascinating, father. And Joey says, and how is that, Dr. Witter? And Pacey says, like, he's some weird, nine little virginal creature. And Joey says, what's your problem? And Pacey says, well, I don't have a problem. I mean, I am the geek, I am the Greek chorus, but observe and enter it. And Dawson says, Pacey. And Joey says, when did you adopt this mean streak? And Pacey says, come on, Joey. You and I, we always know each other for snack and grapple and pop of the ribbon. And so for this, I think like Joey says after he says that, right, that good nature. But to my recollection, recollection, I don't remember it ever being pointed out and never hurtful. And I feel like this is because like in season one, kind of season two but not really um especially in season one they were always mean to each other and that was a pacey and joey thing but when they became friends and they started knowing each other like they started being nicer like the bnb and how pacey took care of her with that and it wasn't the fact that like pacey was like having this they had this mean streak behind them it and actually, like, when you really think about it, they never, like, were mean to each other up until season one and episode one. Like, they have, like, this back and forth where, like, they don't really want to talk to each other, but they kind of, like, joking with each other. And so for Joey to be like, oh, like, I don't remember you, like, being so mean to me, like, it kind of made sense, like, because Pacey wasn't really mean to her up until, like, that point. But even they're, like, supposed to be, like, this mean friendship, like, only because of Dawson, and that's the reason why they're so mean to each other. But they always took care of each other. And I feel like, yeah, she was taking care of Dawson in this episode, but really, in a way, she was kind of taking care of Pacey as well, because them two were trying to, like, figure out what they were and how their friendship is and they're obviously getting girl friendships so that leads to so many things and so Pacey continues by saying or being taken serious and Joey says but how can I not take this serious Pacey you said one harsh nasty thing another to me tonight which uh, I don't think he was being a little nasty to her I think he was kind of like pointing out the obvious um and so he goes, she goes, what, what did I really do to deserve all that? And Pacey says, you don't, didn't deserve to do it. The drunken glove in the corner just please shared frustration. I mean, honestly, do you have any idea how exhausting it is to pre-listeners the stance that you do have? One week you're soulmates and the next you're giving it up to the greater good. 
I mean, do you think it's possible sometime soon you can make up your mind, please, and revert to the revert that you two treat this little saga of here and make up a guy make up one guy puke? Which he actually does run to the sink and puke. But I think Pacey is right, like it is true. Like one episode I've been saying this for a while, like one episode they're soulmates and they're everything and they love each other and they care about each other and then the next episode they hate each other. And I get what they're trying like Pacey's trying to say because he's like, Can you make up your mind? And I feel like it's not so much like Pacey saying it for Joey, but I think it's so much like Pacey wants to be with Joey, so he has to know his boundaries of like what they're gonna be. And obviously when it comes to AJ, like AJ's not even mentioned in this episode, but them like them two are like a thing with Joey and him. So therefore like Dawson it doesn't really make sense like Dawson is kinda of being brought up here. Like Pacey's right, like why why all of a sudden like you care so much about Dawson when sometimes you don't even care about him. Like what is the point of being like a good angel when and you being the devil when like honestly like there's nothing going on like why do you care so much and i feel like last episode it kind of makes sense that joey's kind of going back to dawson because last episode dawson was like i'm so lost and joey's just like kind of concerned about it but really like it's the fact that like dawson and joey are like this item that does not make sense and i think it's kind of frustrating basically because he's like Okay, are you soulmates or are you not soulmates? Are you together or are you not together? And that's how we all feel in this, like, season. Like, whether you're a Dawson and Joey fan or not. Um, or a Casey and Joey fan, like, or a nun. Like, I feel like there's always that thing where, like, okay, are they together or are they not together? Are they together or are they not together? And I don't think this changes at all in season four. So then we have the next scene, which is scene six of Pacey and Joey, where they're laid in the jail cell and everyone is sitting there quietly when Doug and Mitch show up at the door and Doug says, alright, everyone out. And they begin to go and Doug and Mitch, who is eyeing Dawson and disappointment, and Doug says, everyone, and the rest moves and with Pacey. And Doug says, suck you little brother. Dad thinks it might be a good idea if you spend the night, which kind of makes sense, but I wonder how how brutal his dad's going to be later. So then we have the next scene, which I would take like pictures, and it has like scene four of Pacey, and I forgot I did this for his eyebrows were so creepy, and every single time I see this picture it makes me laugh. So there, Doug and Pacey are in the jail cell, and Doug opened the door carrying two cups of coffee, and he goes, Ahem, you're rather formed tonight, and you're being formed tonight, and Pacey says, How bad do I suck, huh? And Doug says, So it seems that you're, so it seems to be the problem. And Pacey says, Pacey, there's no problem, Dougie. And Doug says, oh, come on, Pacey, I found you hanging from a tree completely wasted, huh? So, what is it, a girl or something? And Pacey says, what? Okay, so it's a girl. Who is she? That's what Doug says. And Pacey says, you know, Dougie, it's, it's really not that important, okay? And Doug says, okay. And Pacey says, tell me, tell you something, huh? 
she's really, really annoying. And Tuck says, yeah? And Pacey says, yeah. I mean, this girl is amazing. There is not a single object on the face of the planet she doesn't have the option about. It's mind-boggling. And Dot says, well, that certainly sounds like a nightmare. And Pacey says, not me. It's quite like that. I mean, you gotta understand that this girl is really smart. So she's usually right, and when she argues, it comes from a beautiful, pure place. How could you fight against that? Especially if you're a smartass like me. And Doug says, is she pretty? And I feel like this kind of, before I go on to the next part, I feel like this kind of goes back to when Pacey, when Joey was kind of arguing with Pacey, he never really yelled because I feel like he was like, man. Like, you know how, like, in Kate, like, Castaway, when he was, like, even when she's yelling at, like, she goes, even when you were yelling at me, or even when I was yelling at you, and he goes, even then, like, he wanted to kiss her. And I feel like this goes back to them, because even when she was yelling at him, he really wanted her. And it showed in this episode, because no matter what she said or what she did, like, the love that Pacey had for Joey was so important and so amazing that he wanted her and he found her beautiful and no matter what he did like he was like how can I find that like how can I fight her sarcastic remarks because I want her so bad and so Ducks asked when she is she pretty Pacey says ah she is pretty she's very pretty she's the kind of pretty that gives you butterflies you know what I mean and Doug says ah yeah never lose those butterflies and Doug says what or Pacey says, what? Doug says, you know, that's maybe what sucks about getting older. Somehow along the lines, you just lose the butterflies. So the question is, what little brother is, what are you going to do about it? I feel like Doug so much doesn't lose the butterflies. I feel like it's this type, like, where you see, like, someone um, that you don't really fall for anymore. And you don't really know what your sexuality is. And so that's why Doug was losing the butterflies. And so, when Doug says, never lose the butterflies, I think Pacey really does take that to heart. And so, when he says, the question is, little brother, what are you going to do about it? Pacey says, do. And Doug says, yeah, do something. Take action. And Pacey says, no, I don't think you're really grasping properly the gravity of the situation, Dougie. You see, if I was actually to do something about this, there is a really strong possibility that the sun will crease to shine. The ties would have increased the rise. In fact, I'm betting there is a good chance that the world will crack and Cape Side would become home of the huge hell mouth that would screw forward endlessly a hands of the monster and demons that would choke on this. <laughs> this is such like so dramatic. Making them fall to their knees and pray before them before I took action. That's what we're really talking about here. And I feel like he's talking about Dawson. Like, in Pacey's like, drunk state, he's talking about Dawson and how, like, he knows that if Dawson figures out his feelings for Joey, he will go crazy. Because in scene, season one, episode 10, where we have, maybe that's it, right? Yeah, where we have the double date episode, um, it was so much like when Dawson figured out his love for Joey, it was just because Pacey said it. So he's kind of scared that like, if he kissed Joey, Dawson would suddenly have go like, oh yeah, I have feelings for Joey, you can't kiss her. And he's like, oh, oh okay, I guess. 
like what is the purpose of me working on this if Pace of of Dawson is just gonna come over and be like, no, you can't date her. And I think that's what like Pacey is scared about. But I also another aspect, I think Pacey is kind of scared that what Joe is gonna react like. Like they become close friends now, and when he fights with her and he wants to be mean with her, and Joey fights back, he is scared that Joey's just gonna cut off all ties with him because she doesn't like him or something. And so when Doug says, huh, maybe, look, Pacey, in my experience, you don't cross many people that will give you butterflies. You just don't. And if you tell this girl how you feel, well, it will be like spending, if you don't tell this girl how you feel, it will be like spending the rest of your life in a personal prison. And he opens the door for Pacey and he goes, Pacey goes, hey, Doug, uh, thank you. And I really like this scene with Doug and Pacey. It's kind of like when Doug and Pacey on season three, they kind of change because the aspect of them two changes. They fight less in season one. Like, you really see this growth of Chuggy and Pacey, like, Deputy Doug. And I really like it because it's less of how Pacey was teasing him or how Pacey was, like, messing with Doug. It was more like an aspect of how they are now. And he's giving him brotherly advice that Pacey really needed to hear. Like, he really needed to hear someone say, hey, like, you need, like I need you to give me this, like, you need to do this, and this is how you do it, because obviously, Pacey has older siblings, which we don't see Gretchen until season four, but I kind of wonder if, like, Gretchen knew about Joey and Pacey. That's just my thought. And so, when Doug is, like, finally coming over and saying, like, this is what you need to do, and this is how you need to do it, because one day you're going to get older, and you're going to lose those butterflies and you're never going to know if that was just because of person or that was just how it is. And I feel like this is really good, like a good speech for Pacey and I feel like this is one of the ways, so now we know that Jen knows, Mitch knows, Andy should have known, but she doesn't, whatever, and Dawson should have known, but he doesn't. And lastly, Doug knows. And I feel like that was, like, he knows who the girl is, obviously. Like, it isn't Andy, because them two broke up. But I generally think that Doug kind of knew it was Joey. Because later in the season, like, we all know that Doug knows. And so I feel like in this way, Pacey was kind of, like, given this advice. Because Doug doesn't want his brother to go through the same experience that he has gone through like Doug is later and we find out in season six and the last episode that he is gay and episode 20 I think 23 we figured that out in season six and so he doesn't want his little brother to go through the same pain that he went through and he doesn't want Pacey to like know how it feels to not know how to love someone which makes me think how many people have Doug like gone out with or like liked from a boy to a girl man man to woman thing so then we have the last scene which the last scene is 
one of our favorite things about Pacey. So he does the B&B and now it's the driving scene where they're outside of Joey's house and it's morning and Pacey is running to the door and he knocks on it and Joey opens to see him and she is like mad at Pacey and she begins to shut the door on Pacey's face and he goes wait hold on please just what I said last night was really out of line and yes I was drunk but more to the point I was playing wrong. And I want you to know that I'm really sorry. And Joey says, well, I was worried about you too, Pacey. And Pacey says, me? Why? And Joey says, well, because I was Satan himself could lay Dawson into fiery pits of hell, he could still emerge the moral code into an tank. But you, maybe I think no one's worrying about you right now. Which is true. Like... No one is worrying about Pacey, and everyone is worried about, like, she's worried about Dawson and how Dawson's gonna go. And I think, like, really at the end of it, she's like, no one's worrying about you and how you're doing, like, and that's something that I should be worried about. And Pacey says, so, uh, then, huh, like, he's, like, trying to, like, get over his butterflies, and he says, so what you're really saying, then, is that you've given the highly dysfunctional nature of our relationship and this is actually how you press concern for me. And Joey says, you've got to learn to read the lines beyond the banner, Pacey. And Pacey says, right. And Joey says, so we're finished here. And Pacey says, no. Actually, um, there's something else. And Joey says, something else? And it looks like he's going to like kiss her or do something. And he says, yeah, it's just something I've been meaning to tell you look uh joey and he he's like we all know that he's about to tell joey that he likes her but he slaps himself and he doesn't do it and that is the part that really like what if he told her right then right now like what they did and i feel like it went back to season one on the double day episode where he does tell her and i feel like that kind of like hit him and he's like wait i can't tell her because if i tell her right now it's gonna mess everything up and I feel like, in a sense, Joey was kind of waiting for it. Because if you see her face, like, it's like, her face was kind of like, oh, he's going to kiss me right now, isn't he? Like, when you know, you know. And he's, she says, you're what? Lingering on the crutch, okay? I know you, you're a little bit too eager into the gear, but that's not a good idea. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but you're going to have a lot of damage in your transmitter. So, uh... What I was thinking, if you want to, I could show you. And Joey says, now? And Pacey says, uh, yeah. And Joey says, okay, Pacey. And then they're in the pickup truck, and Joey's trying to drive it. And he goes, and Pacey says, okay. And Joey says, now? And he goes, not now. And she goes, now? And he goes, now, shift. And she changes gears, and he goes, huh? she goes huh I did it and he says yes you did haha <laughs> congratulations spotter we're finally getting somewhere and that is the end I have a big smile on my face because it's one of my favorite scenes with them too because there's such a difference when Dawson um teaches Joey how to drive you know what pops in my head in this scene and up to your have you ever heard the song driver's license um, I got my driver's license last week. Just 
smart we always talked about And you were right there beside me And I drew through the suburbs How could I ever love you? I don't know the words But that's what it reminds me of because Basically Olivia Fryer, I don't know her last name Way is talking about <laughs> is talking about the driver's license and how the guy taught her how to drive and now she's driving alone um but obviously that doesn't happen so the difference between Dawson and Pacey in this episode there's major difference so like Dawson is trying to teach Joey how to drive but later Pacey tries to teach Joey how to drive and the big difference is when Dawson and Joey get into a fight, they like fight about her days and when Pacey realizes that he is wrong, like he goes up to talk to her or Joey goes up to talk to him and he knows that she's mad, like she begins to shut the door in his face and he's like hold up, wait a minute please, like don't shut me out, like I need to tell you something and so when she's like saying that she's worried about him, like he probably has these butterflies that are going around his head, like man this this woman like really must care about me and so that's kind of what he's thinking about but in another sense I feel like it's more like Pacey was Joey was worried about him and not just Pacey so I feel like she's kind of like going back to her safety net which is Dawson and so Dawson always tries to make Joey and him something but she goes about to Dawson because that is always her safety net that is her safe person and Pacey over here is just this wild person like if Dawson could go to the pits of firing hell and his moral like with his moral code then like what about you like I feel like no one's worrying about you because Dawson may be fine but I don't think you're fine and She's obviously caring about Pacey, probably as a friend, but also in another sense, I feel like she's caring, caring about Pacey because she does have these certain feelings for him, and we will see that very soon because, guys, it's only two episodes until Cinderella. So there's about there. Just saying. And then, well, really, the next episode would be it. And so... When we go back to this, it's kind of like you can, it's slowly kind of coming up to where Pacey and Joey would actually be together, but really in a sense, like, he wants to tell her, but he also is scared of Dawson's reaction and scared of her reaction, so therefore he does it and he teaches her how to drive. So when I say, like, I feel like Dawson's always kind of scared, um, or Joey and Dawson are kind of like always back and forth and Pace he was right like one episode they hate each other the next episode they do like the next episode they hate each other and I feel like in this episode suddenly they're like loving each other again and like it's not wrong when Pacey says that but I feel like Pacey knows like Dawson will always care for Joey and Joey will always care for Pace or Joey will always care for Dawson so why why does he even bother like I feel like that is his mentality right now and it's not so much that like he wants to not tell her but I feel like in a sense like he's scared and we always talk about how Joey always runs away from Pacey and Dawson 
but because they're scared and Casey even knows that but I feel like secretly he's scared right now and he wants to take Doug's advice but he doesn't at the same sense because what if he takes Doug's advice and it doesn't end up well and that's really what we see in this episode so if you like this episode please make sure to subscribe on the youtube channel that's Jason's creek podcast where i post every friday saturday and sunday there's also other platforms that you can listen to such as spotify apple podcast make sure to review this podcast with kind words please only make sure you comment subscribe share whatever you need to do and also you can catch every episode again on friday saturday and sunday i would love to hear your thoughts on instagram that's winter and potter and my tiktok is pacey and joey i hope to see you guys again friday and saturday and sunday i love hearing your guys thoughts so please 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 make sure to comment down below bye guys <laughs>